0: Howdy, y'all, and welcome to The Daily Grind with your host, John Spencer. Grab a mug of your favorite brew and join me and my sister Carla, and then get ready to brew your brain, sharpen your wit, and enrich your faith. We'll give you the rundown on today's date, share some interesting historical facts, and then toss out a few random musings just to get your brain gears turning. Plus, I'll offer up some thoughts to ponder on your walk with Jesus. So let's get this show on the road. And Carla. Happy Tuesday.
1: Oh, Happy Tuesday, John. Happy Tuesday, Daily Grind friends. Here we go.
0: February the 6th. It's 2-6. I love it when those kind of divide into each other. It's 3. So (laughs) on today's date, February 6th, 1778, in Paris, the Treaty of Alliance and the Treaty of Amity and Commerce were signed by the United States and France, signaling their oath official recognition of the United States.
1: That seems like a pretty big deal.
0: That was a big deal. Way to go, France. Good on you back then. And on this date in 1820, 86 African-American immigrants departed from New York to begin a settlement in the present-day African country of Liberia.
1: Oh, I didn't know the number of them, but I knew that happened. Okay, cool. And on this date in
0: 1952, Queen Elizabeth II acceded to the British throne.
1: Oh, now, I was a fan of hers. I was too. Good queen.
0: And on this date in 1959, first patent for an integrated circuit, also known as a computer chip, right. was filed by Jack Kilby of Texas Instruments.
1: And the world has never been the same.
0: <laughs> never been the same. Yeah, you, you talk world about...
1: changing.
0: That really Ugh. should be... That should replace sliced bread. Yeah. Like, that's the best thing since the integrated circuit. I mean, I mean, just. And on this date in 1971, you can pass this along to Brett and any other golf coach that's out there. Astronaut Alan B. Shepard took a six iron with him inside the (laughs) spacecraft. And he drove three golf balls on the surface of the moon. And he said they went for miles.
1: Oh. <laughs> I'll have to let that one, let them know. Oh my gosh, how fun. How
0: fun would it be just to <sighs> tee off on a golf ball at such low gravity? I bet you would feel like oh. Yeah, that's right. I love it. February sixth is Bob Marley Day in Jamaica oh. and in Ethiopia.
1: Okay. He's got a movie coming out. Well, a well, movie
0: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh. it is. I think I kinda wanna watch it. It's frozen yogurt day.
1: Oh, yum. Okay.
0: Um on a serious note, but I'm for this, it is an international day of zero tolerance for female genital mutilation. Oh. Which still occurs yeah. in a lot of uh Ugh. underdeveloped countries.
1: That should be every day, but yes.
0: It should yeah, but it should put an end to it. It is lame duck day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it is pay a compliment day.
1: Oh, I'm on it. Yeah. Okay.
0: We'll compliment do. somebody on something today. Yeah. It's now it's that time on the daily ground to sharpen your wit. It has been said that Batman can beat anyone with enough prep time.
1: <laughs> has it been said? It's been yeah. said. I just did it. Yeah,
0: okay. People say that. Damn. And and it was said before I said it. Yeah, so now it's been said multiple times.
1: So. Right. So many times. But,
0: but having heard that saying, I thought, you know, I think the same could be said of Kevin from Home Alone movies. <laughs>
1: Right, that takes me back. Oh, I really like it.
0: I did too. Although I haven't watched it in forever, Marcella watched the first Home Alone this Christmas. Yes, and I it was so cringy—the horrible way at the start of that movie that that family talks to each other.
1: Not very nice. No, they use their nice words.
0: No, not very nice at all. Kurt Kurt Cobain Mm -hmm. recorded a theme. For the Ren and Stimpy show, but Nickelodeon rejected it. Oh, gosh. Okay. Somewhere, somewhere out there is a Kurt Corbin theme for Ren and Stimpy. I couldn't tell you that theme right now. Probably my kids are humming it.
1: I can't even tell you who Ren and Stimpy is.
0: <laughs> if there is an infinite amount... Actually, I don't know if my kids would know it because they weren't watching. They were too little. It was like when we were doing Young Life in Fort Hood. So... Mm. To, so, my, my kids are too little, but my young life people all talked about it. So. <laughs>
1: okay, they know. <laughs>
0: if there's an infinite amount of alternate universes, then there must be an alternate universe in which somebody figured out how to destroy all the other alternate universes and already did so. And there must also be another guy from another alternate universe who figured out how to stop it. I'm just like,
1: he, he just walked out of a Young children episode, didn't
0: he? <laughs> sometimes ignorance is bliss. We just don't know what's going on. Right. Oxford University, Carla, is older than the Aztec Empire.
1: Oh, that's crazy.
0: And oh that is crazy to think about. Oxford becoming a college for the start of the Aztec Empire. Because yeah, we oh. think of that as so ancient. Right. Which it is, but we just have you know, it it's hard to think about how oh. old those universities in Oxford and Paris are.
1: They are. And I'm gonna miss this story up, but there's a there's a like a building there made out of a particular kind of wood. And they planted trees when they built the building of the same kind of wood so that they always have the supplies to repair or whatever they needed. And it took the, I mean, hundreds of years
0: of the trees growing.
1: Crazy. They were forward thinking people.
0: That is foresight. I know. Yeah, that, yeah, that, is, that is people who grew up playing chess right. and thought several moves ahead. I think so unlock unlock oh, our reactionary culture today
1: lord we could learn a few things
0: <laughs> yes yes we could so anakin did bring balance to the force in the star wars universe when you think about it because there were hundreds and hundreds of jedi and only a couple of sith but after he came around there were only a couple of jedi and a couple of sith oh okay i mean yeah it wasn't wasn't like they thought but it was there flavors are the colors of the tongue.
1: Oh, yes, they are.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Carla, a group of magpies can be called either a tiding or a gulp.
1: A gulp of magpie. (laughs) I can't even envision that. Oh, but I like it. Okay.
0: (laughs) Okay. We'll go with gulp over tiding. Okay. Gulp. Gulp. To calculate the position of the Voyager 1 spacecraft, uh, which is by now some 12 and a half billion miles away, You still only need to use the first 15 digits of the value of pi (laughs) to be accurate within one and a half inches.
1: That is mind-boggling to
0: me. You are not alone. But, I mean, I'm just going, wow. I must have just
1: made that decision and programmed it that way.
0: Okay. Okay. Much more fun than a dime. But a full-size Reese's Cup peanut butter cup has 66 ridges. Ooh, 66.
1: All right. I might count those today. I won't, but I would. I will, but
0: I won't. I will, I will fact check that one. <laughs> Carla, do you remember the old RCA record label that has the dog?
1: Yes, yeah, in the little phonograph.
0: Uh huh. Nipper is the name of that dog.
1: I was not aware of that.
0: Yeah. Nipper <laughs> is the dog on the RCA label. And uh, in versions where there's a puppy with him, Chipper is the oh. puppy.
1: <laughs> Nipper and Chipper.
0: Nipper and Chipper. And while we're talking about Music and we're talking about dogs. The name Scooby-Doo was inspired by Frank Sinatra scatting at the end of the song "Strangers in the Night." Oh my goodness! Oh yeah,
1: my goodness!
0: He said it first. Yeah,
1: Ah, that's a fun fact.
0: Now it's that time on the daily grind to enrich your faith. And I'm sure of this, that he who began a good work in y'all will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. Philippians 1, 6. In the last chapters of Mere Christianity, C.S. Lewis discussed one of the key themes in the New Testament. So I'm going to quote some of Lewis in Mere Christianity. And now we begin to see what it is that the New Testament is always talking about. It talks about Christians being born again. It talks about them putting on Christ and about Christ being formed in us, about our coming to have the mind of Christ. Put right out of your head the idea that these are only Fancy ways of saying that Christians are to read what Christ said and try to carry it out, as a man may read Plato or Marx and what they said and try to carry it out. They mean something much more than that. They mean that a real person, Christ, here and now, in the very room where you are saying your prayers, is doing things to you. It's not a question of a good man who died 2,000 years ago. It is a living man. Still as much a man as you, and still as much God as he was when he created the world. Really coming and interfering with your very self, killing the old natural self in you and replacing it with the kind of self he had. Now, at first, only for moments, then for longer periods. And finally, if all goes well, turning you permanently into a different sort of thing, into a New little Christ, a being which, in its own small way, has the same kind of life as God, which shares in his power, joy, knowledge, and eternity. And if, as I said before, what we are matters even more than what we do, if, indeed, what we do matters chiefly as evidence of what we are, then it follows that the change which I most need to undergo is a change that my own direct, voluntary efforts cannot bring about. And this applies to my good actions, too. How many of them were done for the right motive? How many for fear of public opinion or a desire to show off? How many from a sort of obstinacy or sense of superiority, which, in different circumstances, might equally have led to some very bad act. But I cannot, by direct moral effort, give myself new motives. After the first few steps in the Christian life, we realize that everything which we really need to be done in our souls can be done only by God. I mean, Lewis just tells us how Christ changes the lives of Christians. The New Testament says we are to be born again, put on Christ. And that we have the mind of Christ. That these are not just fancy ways of saying that Christians should do what Christ said, like you would do with philosophers or politicians or sociologists. What it means is that Christ, who is both God and human, is working in our lives, making us different from the inside. And that that change is something that happens not once and for all. It keeps happening. And at first, we'll feel some changes here and there. But as we let Christ continue to work in us, those changes become more and more. And in the end, we're totally changed. Becoming like Christ and sharing in his godly nature, we become new people with a new life that shows God's power and joy and knowledge and eternity. The passage also tells us that this change is not something that we can be doing for ourselves. Even our good intentions and actions can mess up or be done for the wrong reason. You and I can't change our hearts and reasons. By trying hard. Instead, we have to realize that everything that really needs to be done in our souls can only be done by God. We have to give ourselves to Him, letting Him work in us, changing us from the inside out. In the end, Lewis reminds us that following Jesus is more than just following a bunch of rules or trying to copy what Jesus did by ourselves. It's a journey where a living person, Jesus, is close to us, getting into our very selves and slowly replacing our old nature with his own. We can be comforted by knowing that true change is God's work in us and that our part is not to give up, but to trust and to work with him in this process. So let's study the Bible. Let's try to understand who God is and what he wants. Let's ask the Holy Spirit to work in us so that we can become more and more like Jesus. Like together, as a community, we can learn how to depend on His power to bring the change that we really need. and we do that together. Thanks for joining me today in another episode of The Daily Grind. I hope that you will join me tomorrow, and if you like what we're doing on The Daily Grind, please rate us, please review us, share links with your friends, and just go in grace and peace, knowing that he who began this good work in all of us is going to keep on doing it until the day of Jesus Christ.